Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Inner Dive podcast, where I say hello a bunch of times and our dogs try to figure out who is here that I'm saying hello to. I am your host, Diver something. Uh, I'm Esther, and I told myself I was going to record today, and I'm recording today. So, ha ha! self we've done it i'm trying to pay attention to the feeling of accomplishment and of satisfaction more to more than to the pursuit of it because i'm noticing that when i'm pursuing it i kind of always put the goalpost just ahead just ahead oh well when that's done when that's done well maybe when i get there maybe when i get there and i'm pretty much always postponing that feeling instead of embracing it right now and not talking myself out of that it seems like a small bit to celebrate because if it feels like a big bit and you can manage to have it feel like a big bit of celebration, go for it. So I had some thoughts for a few things I wanted to get into or share with you, but I also want to let you know my intention with the podcast now and going forward with the rebrand uh, last time, my first and the only episode so far. Uh, I had a different title for and was kind of going at a slightly different angle, recording from the shed, really identifying with the shed. And the shed is really not conducive, comfortable to be in uh, almost in any season. (laughs) There's like two seconds of spring where it's the right temperature and it's not too moist. And but there's just not good airflow. There's not good light. And after a while of the kind of um, getting over the the idea of it and started really noticing the experience of what it was. Uh, I was a little disenchanted and or, uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't the right creative space. Um, and so I relinquished the shed to sheddy things like, uh, storing lumber and, you know, yard supplies and mowers or whatever. Oh, there goes the dogs and the cat. Good job too. All right, I think I, I think that really sounded like a herd of animals going by, and it was. It was three animals, but they make the most of their, their paws on this subfloor. So, uh, oh, the intention of the podcast, or my intention. So I'm out of the shed, and I'm creating a space in a more climate-controlled environment in the house. And what I'd really like to do is talk about ways that. I am or have recreated my own life or myself, my thoughts, uh, habits, while I've been creating my art and my books and other, other projects. And I also want to be having conversations with other people that I admire, the work that they've made and also the work that they've made of themselves, because I really think that we are... We are our first projects, whether or not we realize we are and how much we are sculpting ourselves and then from that sculpting the world around us. So I have a few people who have agreed to be on the podcast. I don't know if they know how serious I am, but they'll find out when I contact them and get them scheduled. And, you know, this is all very playful really like so if they don't know how serious I am then it's probably because I sound like I'm a little kid 
playing around. And that's pretty much how I want to do it. But also, I will schedule you. <laughs> that's that Pisces moon, Virgo Mars axis, baby. I'm going to daydream, but also I'm going to make itemized lists and there will be color coding. I'm having the feeling I brought up color coding in the first episode too, but I am not going to go back and check and you may not remember either. So here I'll mention it again because it's a real thing. I love color coding. Any hoot and nanny. There will be other guests, other speakers in future. And for now, you got me. I am going to see if I can play this for you. We'll see if this works. All right, one more thought from the road before I reach my destination after 13 hours driving, I believe. Woo. I have noticed that the GPS never gives me a hard time for making a wrong turn. Like, it feels like it's, you know, relentlessly staying on task. But it's not saying, hey, you dummy, what are you doing? It's just letting me know what I need to do to get to the place that I said I wanted to go. So I had made a wrong turn, and I thought I was going to have to even turn back because I realized I had made the wrong turn. But the GPS had already calculated that I had made that turn and had just calculated a new route from there. And if you think of that as your guidance in life and that if you take this step, that doesn't mean you can't still get to the destination you were trying to go. It just means your route might look a little different, and you don't have to go try to backtrack it's just going to calculate from where you are now to where you want to go which feels so gracious and so relaxing to know that that's the case and to experience it especially when part of you is say why did I make that turn or whatever but the guidance is just still the guidance and it's just still on track Mm, good words good words road trip Esther and I had uh, forgotten a couple points in there that probably would have been helpful for me to remember, so I'm glad I recorded them. There was something else that occurred to me on the road trip. Driving just gets me really metaphory. But uh, another aspect, I saw one of the, or no, I didn't see a baby on board sticker, but I thought of making a sticker that says motion sick dog on board with a yakking dog symbol because I had one of those with me in the car. And was driving differently than I usually drive because of him. But I've always kind of find those stickers a little funny. Like, if I didn't know you had a baby on board, was I going to crash into you? Like, oh, but now that I see you have this sticker and you have a baby, like, okay, I'll be more careful. I mean, I think it is, it's supposed to just be a mindfulness bell, right? Where it's calling attention to, hey, there's something precious here. Mind what you're doing. And... In that spirit, I really, I really feel like that is, it's something I want more of, not other people being hyper or extra aware of me or what I've got going on, but being aware of what I have going on in my own car. Because if I'm driving with a sloppy, sloshy casserole, I'm the best person to know how I need to drive my car. I can't really communicate that to everyone around me because they also have their own stuff going on in their car. They have a screaming kid or they have that thing that their boss said to them, you know, just really going around in their heads. So like we all need to be aware of what babies we have on board basically. And also maybe start 
kind of assuming that everyone's got some form of a baby on board and maybe driving and interacting with that understanding and being as mindful as you can and as careful as you can in your own circumstances and letting other people have the space to handle theirs. So maybe that slow driver in front of you, in your story, you're thinking this idiot is just in the way of me getting to work on time. So they are an obstruction in your story. But they're going slow because maybe they know that a year ago, a deer ran out in front of them right on that section and maybe they had an accident there or they almost had an accident. So they like to slow up there so that they feel safe and maybe even thinking they're helping you by not going so fast around that curve. And yes, they could also be a jackass that just wants to get in your way because maybe something got in their way and now they just want to, you know, pass on the vibrational buck. But you don't know. And without knowing, we're writing a story one way or the other. So why not write it in the direction of a story that gives you some sort of compassion or some sense of camaraderie or brotherhood? And then you don't show up to your workplace both late and now also angry and now also ready to take it out on the next person and keep passing the buck. You could take the story in a direction of the kind of day you'd rather have. And maybe the next person who's going slow and on the verge of pissing you off, you could just imagine they've got a really adorable, kind of airheaded, really happy, loving German shepherd, supposedly, but also maybe part weasel that they love dearly, who is just about to yak on their braid if they don't take that turn a little slow. And maybe that sounds like uh, some kind of strange Pollyanna, but also it really happened to some of us this week. So, you know, it all exists. (laughs) And why not give yourself a story that adds some compassion or comedy to your life? And with that parting imagery of a car sick dog, I think that'll be it for this one. I, I like the idea of keeping these solo episodes more on the short side. And, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of words. There's just a lot to be taken in. And I only want to give from my overflow. And I don't want to take more time than is really needed for what I'm trying to say. So without further padding, I'll catch you on the next dive. If you'd like to stay in touch with my work in the meantime, you can find me at Follow the Paint on Facebook, Instagram, and Substack, and the podcast at The Inner Dive on Facebook and Instagram.